The subject matter contained in this presentation is based on biblical principles and designed to give you accurate and authoritative information with regard to the subject matter covered. It is provided with the understanding that neither the presenter nor the broadcaster is engaged to render legal, accounting, or other professional advice. Since your situation is fact-dependent, you may wish to additionally seek the services of an appropriately licensed legal, accounting, real estate, or investment professional. No one can serve two masters. He will either hate the one and love the other, or be devoted to one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and mammon. Therefore, I tell you, do not worry about your life, what you shall eat or drink, or about your body, what you will wear. Is not life more than food, and the body more than clothing? Look at the birds in the sky. They do not sow or reap. They gather nothing into barns, yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are not you more important than they? Can any of you by worrying add a single moment to your lifespan? Why are you anxious about clothes? Learn from the way the wildflowers grow. They do not work or spin, but I tell you that not even Solomon in all his splendor was clothed like one of them. If God so clothes the grass of the field, which grows today and is thrown into the oven tomorrow, will he not much more provide for you, O oh, you of little faith? So do not worry and say, What are we to eat? Or what shall we drink? Or what are we to wear? All these things the pagans seek. Your heavenly Father knows that you need them all. But seek first the kingdom of God and His righteousness, and all these things will be given you besides. Do not worry about tomorrow. Tomorrow will take care of itself. Sufficient for a day is its own evil. This is Radio Wave Medjinomics with your host, a friend of Medjugorje. Today's April 10th, 2014. And of course, this show really is about enlightening you and taking your personal situations financially as well as morally and the things that's going on in the culture. That you can add all these ingredients together and make a recipe that will make a cake that will make you understand what your personal direction needs to be. We're lacking direction from everywhere in the culture, <clears throat> all the way really to the pulpit. How can we say that? Look at the society. When Christianity is working, when it's convicting, when it's changing lives, you won't see what we see now. Why do we not see we have so many people that don't even know, even in the church, the right way to walk, that they're always trying to, to make things work. They want Hollywood to work for them. We never saw Jesus go to evil dens that were steeped in error that he tried to make that, mitigate that, to turn it into something that would be 
used from that standpoint for people's conversion, other than other than having an opposite effect, a version to that for conversion. We got a mailer this past week about one of the religious organizations selling Catholic material. And it says, Fireplace, your very own, take me home. It's a DVD. And it talks about how important a fireplace is. In the book I See Far, we wrote about the fireplace. I wrote about my fireplace that, that takes up a whole wall. I think I calculated two million nights that man has sat around fires. You might think two million nights is a lot, but that only goes back to when we know civilization started, back 10,000 years ago. It's not 50 million years ago, not 100 million years ago. But recorded civilization where man sat around the fire every night, what did he do with that and how important it is? And one of the treasures we have in our home is a fireplace. Maybe springtime's here and you're not thinking so much about that. But in this mailer that was sent out, it says, Fireplace, your very own, take me home. Relax and enjoy reading the Bible. A favorite book in front of your very own fireplace. Good idea, good concept. We promote that. In fact, I said, throw away your TV and build and invest into a library and invest into a fireplace. It's where you can gather and do your rosaries. So the concept's there. They got it right so far. But it continues. It says, great for family get-togethers, holidays, and parties. Your TV turns into the very own fireplace with natural crackling sounds and candlelight music. Options to play with or without music. 60 minutes. The perfect gift. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Don't get a real fireplace. TV's your God. TV's everything. It centers around that. Just play a DVD. Shows the fire in front of the TV or on the TV while you sit around it. That blows me away to ridiculousness. How stupid have we become? Where is the labor? We want the, we want the convenience without the labor. Chopping the wood, getting the trees in, hauling the wood in, all the smells of it. They, I guess they need to put a vaporizer and put wood smell into it and smoke. Just walking in and smelling a fire in our house. And our days have been beautiful here in the spring. It's, it's warm in the day and cold enough, enough to have a fire. I told you our grandkids, before I mentioned it, they come in July or something in June, those that live out of town, and say, make a fire. They love the fireplace. We're going on 20 years. We've always had it in our house, but 20 years TV free. But people can't let go of the electronics. They can't, they can't see it. It's blinded them to stupidity. When I wrote I See Far, it, it was a shockwave for a lot of people. It still is. And perhaps we need to resurrect it. But imagine our ladies coming in 1981, and we have in 1979 things happening that we basically are bankrupt. Evidently, God decided that the Virgin Mary had to come because she could not wait any longer to do what she needed to do to get our attention before our attention was completely captivated, completely immersed in electronics. And the newfangled things that come up. I don't guess, or I don't say theoretically. I know, had Our Lady waited from 1981 to today to come, aside from the world not being here, because she said it would have destroyed herself if she, if it, if she had not come, but if it had not destroyed itself and she came today, she would not be able to penetrate and root herself and her messages into the world. It's been the world impregnated 
There's a conception taking place between heaven and earth. And thank God she came, and she came at the last moment. She couldn't have come any earlier. She couldn't come any later. But just before she came in 1979, Pope John Paul was elected Pope. Ronald Reagan came on the scene. Different factors happened. All this calculated out to the fall of communism and things changing in the world. Incredible things, incredible events. Read the last chapter of um, Look What Happened While You're Sleeping. It's all about that. Reagan and the Pope, Pope John Paul, were part of a conception when they were conceived to be two men who would meet that were instrumental in Our Lady's hands. You say, Ronald Reagan was a Catholic. It doesn't matter. God used him. And after you read that last chapter and look what happened while you're sleeping, you can't deny it. And they're bringing down to Poland. Sister Faustina said in the 40s that a spark will come from Poland. That spark was John Paul. But see, we're so immersed we can't see things. But if we go back in history, we look at things and we say, wow, I can understand now more. Prophecy never is understood when said and only, be, only can be understood after it's taken place, not before. You say, what about the third secret? Our lady's going to announce them three days before. You will not understand that, even though that's going to be a prophetic thing, to the degree you're going to understand after it happens, the consequences, what all took place. But most prophecies veiled. You can't see it. You don't understand it. But you can look at what the devil's doing. You can look at what God's doing. And God sent the Virgin Mary right after John Paul, 1979, in 1981, June. And right in 1979, prophetically, there was a rock song by Chris DeBoer, which was called The Devil's Eye. And its words read as follows. Can you hear me? Are you listening? Has your program disappeared? I can see you. I am watching you. I've been planning this for years. I have blacked out your television. Every station in the world is mine. And there are millions who are just like you, as you sit there, paralyzed. I have some orders which you will follow. And there's nothing you can do. Because as you're looking at your TV screen, I'm looking back at you. You know, the technology exists now. We, they know that they can be seen People can see into your house through television. This is of late. This is in part, I think, and they fired the first shot. Could be look what happened where he's sleeping even seven years ago. And they've got the capability to see that. In Revelations verse 7, or rather Revelations 13 verse 7, it says, The beast was allowed to wage war against God's people and conquer them. It was likewise granted authority over every race and people, language, and nation. And this song of 1979 speaks about, I can see you. And when Our Lady came in 1981, could this verse apply in the context, it was likewise granted authority over every race, people, language, and nation. Could that be taken at that point to the degree it's taken now? Now we can see it. And as I already talked about, prophecy can't be seen until after it's over and said. And then you realize, wow, that was prophetic. You may have some sense of it. They may have some track records of the prophets in the past saying things and it came to be. And so what they said the next time, they think, oh, this is going to happen. But they may not understand it. 
But what age could claim to the degree now at this moment that authority over every race, people, and language, and nation has taken place? Not only the television, but everything that came after that in 1981 with the electronics and all that's encompassed with computers and how people are being controlled today. As you look at your TV screen, I'm looking back at you. Oh, side by side, we'll cross the great divide. What did Lazarus, who stood at the end of the gate of the rich man and wanted to go back and tell his brothers that he needed to tell him because he was across the great abyss. And he was told that you cannot go back to your brothers. They wouldn't do anyway. I tried to reach you. Basically was what he was saying. And he wasn't permitted to go because once you go to Abbas, you can't cross this great divide. These are pretty incredible words. Oh, side by side, we will cross the great divide because nothing going to save you now from the devil's eye. Oh, nothing is going to save you from the devil's eye. Turn your dial to the number that is shining on your screen. You will notice that everything is red. You won't need blue or green. All around me, fire is burning. Yes, I'm calling you from hell. It always amazes me that people want Hollywood to change to fit their need. They don't want to build a fireplace and have the real thing. They need something synthetic, so they make a DVD to put on your television. And this is from a religious organization. So you can sit around and listen to the crackling of a fake fire. And you can have an option to play music or without music. We live a synthetic facade life. Our lady's trying to be real. She actually said, be real real with yourself. It continues, I'm calling you from hell. All those people who haven't seen me yet will soon be under my spell. Something's happening. Sounds like thunder. Uh-oh, this is 79, what's coming? The Virgin Mary, right behind the heels of the song. Incredible prophetic, because the devil will even sit there and tell Jesus in the desert things prophetically. You can have all these kingdoms, turn the bread to this, jump off the cliff, etc. All those people who haven't seen me yet will soon be under my spell. Something's happening. Remember, this is 1979. Remember in Fatima, Our Lady came like thunder. They heard three thunderclaps, the three visionaries. Something's happening. Sounds like thunder. Maybe the Lord is on his way. He's still angry. And he's after me since I cheated him on the Spanish train. Oh, yes, he's coming. And he could stop me. But he'd better make it soon. Wow. What I just got to telling you. The had our lady coming now, she could not have she couldn't have saved us. We're too electronicized, and she's having a struggle now to make us even pay attention to her. And the devil says that in the song, inspired by him, revealing his truth. Oh yes, he's coming and he could he could stop me. But he better make it soon. Our lady had to come. Because the last time that I the last time that I won a world, I made it into a moon. Oh, side by side, we will cross the great divide because nothing's going to save you now from the devil's eye. Oh, side by side, forever we will ride. Eternity in hell with the devil. Fire's all around him. He's burning. He can see it. Your TV's red. 
Because nothing's going to stop you from the devil's eye. I can see you. I can see you. I can see you. Incredible stuff. Nobody could imagine TV that people would have the capability of looking through it to see you. An amazing thing. And we see this. Our lady leaves trails even by the devil to show she's coming. And you want to buy a DVD instead of putting it in a real fireplace? I tell you this summer while you can. Tear out a whole wall. Build a real fireplace. Build something. Holiness will beget that, be begetting by that. And so we have parents don't know how to raise the kids. Our lady says, many parents give them bad advice. And all this calculates is not living in the statutes because of the basis, basic principles of Matthew 6. If you live my statutes, your grain bills will be full. In other words, you'll have a job. You'll have work. I'll give you work. You'll have a business. You will be fed. I will clothe you. I do it for the animals. Why would I not do it for you? Not even splendor, not even Solomon in his splendor was arrayed as the flowers of the field. Scriptures, you either believe it or you don't believe it. One thing we know now is that we have bad parenting. We have children doing things they shouldn't be doing. <clears throat> My brother was just telling me a story. Last week he was going down a place near here and he went around a curve and he saw this little kid walking down the road. He had a little backpack, a sleeping bag, and it was almost dark, and he couldn't see him. He says he, 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 would, he easily could have been run over. And it didn't look right to him, so he turned around and came back. By the time he got turned around, he saw another man behind the kid. And so he pulled up to the man. He says, is everything all right? He said, yeah, this is my son. He, he's gotten further than I thought he was. He's running away. Where the mother's up ahead of him parked. And he's gotten in trouble, the father told my brother, at school because of electronics. He keeps bringing him to school. So they were trying to take it away from him. Now you might think that difficult for a 15, 16, 17-year-old kid. But how difficult would it be for a six-year-old? Yes, a six-year-old kid is walking down the streets because he's mad at his parents because they're trying to take his electronics away. Can you imagine that? How stupid has parents become? My brother told, I think he went to the mother at that point down the road. I said, you better take control of this situation. And you better get rid of this television. Well, we're considering taking the TV out. You're considering taking the TV out? You got a kid, six years old, running away who would have been run over. Sound like Adam Lanzi. They were scared to death that they were going to hurt him or scared to death that they shouldn't take radical actions. And you want to keep the devil's eye on your house? You want to keep the games in your house? You want to keep all these stupid things that mean nothing? Little kids having cell phones. Where is your brains? Where is the thinking? You say, well, I wouldn't do that. What are you doing with your 15-year-old? You know, kick them out. You have to do this. You have to stop these things. But these murderous games, these things that people play and the kids, especially a six-year-old, I can understand that struggle with the 15, 16-year-old. You're going to go through some periods. You're going to have always that challenge of your authority. The more you start graining them when they're in the small the easier it will be when they uh, get older. It doesn't mean you won't have to have where well, you have to put your foot down. It will not mean you have to give ultimatums. Either you get out of the house or you stop it. 
But a six-year-old kid blows me away. And so this has led to a blindness. We don't know how to raise our children. We don't see what we need to do. Sunday we had an incredible day doing the rosary. It was so fun. They brought one of the, 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 they brought a sheep named Agnes out, full grown. And it was spring day. She had been sheared and she felt good. And she was jumping with the monks, four or five kids running around her, four or five feet in the air, kicking. They ended up riding her. It, it, it had to be there and seen it in color. Everybody will remember this 25 years from now. We laughed so hard. We actually wasn't even saying the decade of the rosary for a whole decade time. We just stopped because we were laughing so hard. Beautiful scenes, beautiful bunk riding, beautiful kids getting knocked off in, in the dirt, stopped by this little sheep. It, was, it wasn't little, it was a big sheep. But, it, but it's life. I like says pray till, till prayer becomes joy. You might think, oh, well, this is going on during the middle of the rosary. How, how sacred? No, it's life. Little Jesus ran around the house in the midst of Mary in deep ecstasy, deep prayer. You think she stayed there? She gave attention. Repeatedly, Maria has her children when she's in apparition. Their ladies even cut it short. Or they do things during the apparition that are very amusing. We've got this rigid standard that the Virgin Mary's appearing and kids have to be demanded to sit there and be on their knees for that, mo- that moment. Yes, during apparition we do that. But there's freedom with our children during prayer. This past Sunday we was in church. The kids were passing from one pew to the next. At one point, I think we had 10 kids uh, in front of us, 10, 11 kids, and several of them were in our pew. But they were soundless. They had a resp- they, they'd been raised around prayer with you don't speak. And they know in, in church it's amazing the activity that you see in the church with our children, little ones, and yet there's very little sound except for the little babies that don't know any better. But we've forgotten how to raise children. And because we've forgotten that, we've forgotten wisdom, where do we go from there? Well, we start even not, if we can't manage our children, you think you're going to manage your money, right? We've got no common sense. And our, our, our read this week is about that, about why are you putting your money in the bank? And if we can't get it with kids, you're not going to get it with anything else. This comes from Drew Mason from stjosephusa.com that he wrote on April 7th. It's called The Potential Blindness of Dollar Bugs, Those Who Hold a Large Portion of Their Net Worth in Dollar Cash. So let's say you hold half of your net worth in cash, be it checking accounts, saving accounts, money market funds, CDs, short-term fixed income instruments, and bills stuffed around your home. How conservative a strategy has that been beyond seeing the same one dollar month after month, on your bank statement. We would argue that such an approach is not conservative with your savings at all, and that if that has been your approach, you need to rethink your strategy and admit the potential risks of your actions. Recognize that if you are keeping your savings in the bank, in a money market, or under the mattress, you are a closet foreign exchange currency trader who is more aggressive than virtually any desk on Wall Street and you placing your savings in an aggressive and speculative turnaround bet. How can that be, you may ask? If we remove the blinders handed to Americans by our media, the riskiness of the dollar, 
becomes quickly evident, as it is to most foreigners already. Since the Federal Reserve Banks, which is neither federal, a reserve, or a bank, was created by Wall Street's wealthiest investment bankers in 1913 as a private enterprise to protect their interest, the dollar has lost over 95% of its value. Think about that. 95% in less than a century. What is conservative about that? Moreover, the dollar has lost over 70% of its value just since the 1970s. If you still thought the Fed was a branch of government created for the interests of the American people, you have a lot of learning to do quickly to protect yourself. It's no wonder that Thomas Jefferson said, I sincerely believe that banking establishments are more dangerous than standing armies. While the dollar may enjoy strength in the near term as other currencies take central stage as uglier than the dollar, longer term, the dollar's outlook has more concerns than it has at any point to date in its swooning demise. So while we hope for the best for America, isn't it prudent to find a currency that has been more stable than the dollar, to diversify away from complete dependency on this one failing currency we have grown up with? It's amazing. You have a lack of understanding of what we should be seeing prophetically, yet we can't see it until it happens and realize what we're given in thought or through the message was prophetic. And most won't see it until it's too late. If you've got $100,000 and you got it in the bank and you go there today and say, I want to get my money out, you're not going to get the money. Would that shock you? It's shocking a lot of people because we're hearing stories, story after story. I got $500,000 in the bank. I wanted to get my money out. They wouldn't give it to me. We know of people that's had over a million dollars, some millions of dollars. They can't get the money out. If you have $50,000 and you go in there and say, I want to take out my savings today, $50,000, you won't get it. What they'll tell you is, well, we have to order the money. And you might get it five, six, seven days, and then when it comes up, they'll say it's not there. Just last week, we had to do a wire transfer because we do the things overseas. And we do things with different things. When we buy equipment, sometimes we have to wire it. And we wired it, which... We spoke about this last week. You put a Walmart, you go to Walmart, you put a check in, they get your money instantly. And then when you wire it, they hold the money. The banks are corrupt. The system's corrupt. They're, we talked about the new book, Flash Boys, Wall, Wall Street Revolt. It's by Michael Lewis. Get the book. I haven't read it yet. I know enough about it. It needs to be read. It just shows how corrupt everything is. And so you have all this money in the bank and you go to get it out and they won't give it to you. They don't have it. And the more you have, you think you have influence, you're going to get it. You can't have $5 million in the bank and say, I want to get $3 million out and get it. You won't get that seven days from now. You won't get it maybe a month from now. And, he, and they even take it out. You think, okay, I can take out $30,000. You won't get that. So why would you keep your money in the bank except that you're, you're seduced by making TVs in the fireplaces and everything around you, you're not stopping to thinking. This system is dead. It's going away. Get away from it. People wonder, well, what would we do? Well, if I had a million dollars in the bank, what I would do is immediately trade that 
wire the money out because they have to do that because it's all electronics anyway, the way they do it, and and buy all silver, even some gold if I had to. And that way you can go, you can't go, okay, let's work out a deal where I go buy real estate. I'm just going to pay the, the buy, buy an acre of land for, I'll buy it for a million dollars to get my million dollars out, and then I'll pay for that $10,000 worth of acre, and then I'll get my money. Well, they got it's still got to be cashed out. The only way you can get it, probably get it, is if you just write a check, and I got a million and a half dollars, and you write it out to, to, like Global Silver, and say, "Give me silver," and then you get you got a means of change. Then you can sell the silver for cash. There's no way around it. But what I'm saying is, you better get that money out of the bank. You better get the money out of everything shaky. Read Flash Boys. You'll want to get your money out. It's it's ludicrous to keep it there. And just think, when you heard the song in 1979, that our ladies. It's no understanding of the apparitions about to take place because everybody's underneath the spell. And we're underneath the spell of the economic system. We're underneath the spell of, of how children should be raised or how much can we push. We can't push. And then you hear the song that says, something's happening. Sounds like thunder. Maybe the Lord is on his way. He's still angry and he's after me since I cheated him on the Spanish train. Oh, yes, he's coming. And he could stop me. But he'd better make it soon, because last time that I that I won a war, I won a world. I made it into a moon. And that's what he wants. He wants this earth to be desolate. Mariana said one of the secrets she saw the part of the world desolate. What else do you need? Take action immediately. There is no time to waste. And don't think you can't force your children to pray. Because if you put in that position of force, you won't get them to. you got to raise them in a way of life. It's just natural that every day we come in in the wintertime, light a fire and do a rosary. It's part of life, just like brushing your teeth. We've spoken about this many times in the past. Do you make them brush your teeth? And you think you can't make them pray? If you make it your way of life and it don't put up to an option that, it's, that, that we can opt out, it's just what you do. You get up in the morning, you put clothes on instead of going out with no clothes on because it's just what we do. It's part of life. you got to incorporate, just like L.A. says, read my messages every day and transform them into life. Frank? Yeah, it, it's, a, it's a real good article um, by Drew Mason. And people don't look at the dollar as a, as a speculative investment, but when you can lose rapidly the majority of your purchasing power, and you're only getting a, a percent in return, um, usually a speculative investment that you could lose that much, you, you should have the potential for a gain. And it, it, what's most terrifying about our situation is that DVD is probably in high demand. It's in such high demand that religious programs feel like they can make a dollar off of it. And it is to most people that are listening stupid, or between stupid and terrifying, because that's the mentality, and when someone calls me up and says, you know, my spouse doesn't get this, I'm trying to talk them into, you know, doing, you know, up to 30%, but they really don't understand, and I want to say, it will go around and to, to your friends, and they know, they don't hear this, they can't understand it. The numbers tell me they're not understanding it, and say, now how much do you think that you should prepare when you're seeing something that they don't see? And... The other question is, is that I get often is, do you think it's going to happen this year? And 
the answer because of these things is my first thought is please God no, not this year. But uh, what people are saying and where the, what the potential is is that you get to a point where you money creation is getting too big. That has the potential to cause panic. You have to do something to to slow down the stimulus or um, to make a dollar investment attractive. This this crashes the speculative investments. And no financial planner can tell you what what do you do when I've lost forty percent of my purchasing power, you know. And uh, the same person told me one of their financial planners said I'm not going to worry about it until twenty percent is you know until we have a twenty percent drop. Well, we've had more than that in a day when we had a gold backing and things uh, a lot more stable and a lot less people involved in the in these speculative investments. So uh, if you have a two hundred thousand dollar IRA or 401k and you lose $40,000 of purchasing power very rapidly, that's going to cause a panic. And so these things are, are just, you know, very clear that you, you, you have to do something now. 2014 has the potential to be, I remember when I could have took my 401k out and, and paid off my mortgage. I remember when I could have got my retirement and, and bought some land and got out of the city. I remember when I could have turned this into the miraculous metal Medjugorje round silver when it was trading at twenty dollars the ounce, um, and uh, it, it, this is just—it's incredible the opportunity that you have. That a few years back we were trading sixteen to one, or, or a share of the Dow bought sixteen ounces of silver, and now you can get eight hundred and, and, and some ounces of silver, and. It, the the potential um, for disaster is just staring at you. With a best-selling author, Michael Lewis, writing a book that that shocked me. I'm surprised how much I didn't know about high-frequency trading. I'm surprised that 52% of the market is high-frequency trading that does nothing. You're talking about Flash Boys, the book. Flash Boys. Yeah. It does nothing to benefit anything. It's it's just scalping. Billions of dollars out of the economy because there's an opportunity with milliseconds to get it to, to front run something because you can see information faster than anyone else. What happens when this news gets out from a best selling author that the whole thing is rigged? It's the been rigged, it's so corrupt. It's why this thing's got a judgment against it, and what has a judgment from God against it will come down when God decides it comes down, not because He keeps it up while it's still evil but to let the elect get themselves in a position, which in this time of grace, that's what you can do, because there's got to be some people that's going to lead the new culture, the new society, the new world that's coming, a springtime for the church, just like Noah had his family, and they bloomed out, they blossomed through their their, their life into into the world and God's history and what he said from that by giving the flood. The flood is coming. It won't be in the shape of it was before because God made a promise with the rainbow that he'd never flood the earth again. But we're going to wish it was water instead of fire because in Wanda, which is approved by the church, those apparitions there, or Gabejo rather, they saw fire come to the earth. Our Lady made them sing a song and repeat a verse that said they saw fire coming out of the earth. You can go to Garamandal, talk about that what the visionary there saw, about some kind of mini judgment for every soul. And they can't die, but they'll be on fire. 
And this is what the song in 1979 says. Fires all around you. Look at the TV screen. Incredible. We see everything. We have everything in front of us. We can't understand it when we read it prophetically until after it happens. Do you want to wait? Our lady's trying to reach you to the messages and said in 1987 of January that she dearly wishes she could say more about the secrets, but there's already enough of a grace. It's time to act. It's time to wake up. Frank, your contact information? Yeah, you can reach us toll-free, 877-936-7686. You can email us at globalsilverinvestors at yahoo.com. And our website is globalsilverinvestors.com. To connect with other people that think the way you're thinking or going the way you're thinking, we got the New Communities Conference Convention April 29th through May 1st. You want to come to that. Yes, it's in the middle of the week. It's the only way we could get all the speakers we had to. It's not a weekend. But what is more important to your future than to be able to connect in, in a special, intimate way with our lady's words, her messages, and have insights that you come that you don't come with, even if you've been with a magic word for a long time, that you leave with greater insights and also making connections with others across the country. It's time that we act. It's time we be joining together. It's time we be meeting together. Because we are the apostles, according to our lady's words, not mine, that will lead the springtime and lead the church. It's not coming within the bounds of the church and hierarchy. It's coming through the lay people. This is God's plan. It's laid out crystal clear. Some people may not like that. That's tough. The plans show it. The messages show it. And people can't always see what they need to see. And yet we have the devil trying to bring people to the great divide at this moment. And so it is. Uh, Frank, you got a last mo- uh, last comment? Yeah, if you haven't been to uh, a how-to conference, uh, it, it just you you can't imagine how important it is. This will be my third one, and I and I, I think it's it's very important. And these speakers are in such high demand, and what they have to teach us is so important that this was the only, literally the only time that they could be booked. So. Uh, we're looking forward to it. Couldn't emphasize enough how important it is. We're looking forward to see everybody there. So if you haven't made plans to go, and particularly if you haven't been to one, um, you know, this is a, this is a great opportunity to uh, learn things that will be crucially important and for our future. So remember, the devil has warned you. Our lady's been coming for 33 years warning you. He warned you before I even came, that the Lord better come back quick or he'll have us. And that's why he said, all around me, fire is burning. Yes, I'm calling you from hell. And all those who haven't seen me will soon be under my spell. You can break that. That's what the message is about. We wish you, Our Lady. We love you. Goodbye.
The subject matter contained in this presentation is based on biblical principles and designed to give you accurate and authoritative information with regard to the subject matter covered. It is provided with the understanding that neither the presenter nor the broadcaster is engaged to render legal, accounting, or other professional advice. Since your situation is fact-dependent, you may wish to additionally seek the services of an appropriately licensed legal, accounting, real estate, or investment professional.